0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Only Broadcast, often imitated, never replicated. There might be some out there, but never, never close to what we have here at The Only Broadcast. For all of you joining us again, thank you so much. It's good to see all you guys, all you new subscribers, welcome. Glad to see you all here, glad to be talking to everybody again. If you haven't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and smash that subscribe button. We're streamable on anywhere and everywhere you see any podcasts as The Only Brocast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Only Brocast as well. We've got a badass show today. We're going to be banging heads and banging bourbon. But before I do all of that and before we get to all of that, just have a little bit of housekeeping to get with you guys on. Um, as I said, we're now streaming everywhere that you can find your podcasts. Apple, Google, Spotify, but where it's really at is here on YouTube, that's where you get the full experience, you get to see our beautiful faces, all the wonderful videos we're going to be showing you. Speaking of that, in the descriptions we got timestamps for you and we're going to have links to every single clip that we show you on the video screen so that YouTube doesn't jack me up. So if you want to see anything in its entirety that we watched tonight, Just go ahead and click on those links. Um, Shout out to our sponsors, uh, massconsultingllc.com, LLC.com, MassConsulting. So, I'm really excited to be talking about my buddy Brian. Uh, He is legit the best instructional guitarist on YouTube today. There is no question about it. Check him out at MetalBrian101. He is a one-man cover band, whether you love guitar just to hear it, or if you're learning how to play it, if you're one of the people like me for the past five, six, seven, eight years where you've been really trying to find somebody that can show you how to do it the right way, check him out, Metal Brian 101, descriptions down in the link as well, only broadcast at IG and Facebook, and there you go. So, speaking of bros, speaking of bros of the show, I am here with the man that started it all. A member of the Double D, the Double Douche, Dan Wilson's back. What's up, dude?
1: Hey, man. How you doing? Glad to be back. Looking forward to the show. I'm good,
0: man. So basically, this is how it's going to work. It's very simple. We've got four bourbons, we've got four bands, and we've got one hour. So we're going to do our best. We're going
1: to do our best to get real drunk and try to tell you about the bourbons and tell some bands. We're
0: going to tell you about the bourbons, and while we're telling you about the bourbons, we're going to be telling you about the bands. And we've picked out some very special clips of some of our favorites of these bands. We are going to be tasting Blackened by Metallica, of course. We have Heaven's Door by none other than Bob Dylan. And you may think, what's Bob Dylan doing next to Metallica? You're going to find that out. We have Slipknot's Iowa Number 9, of course. And then to top it all off, we have Hill Rock's Ace of Spades Edition, The Healer, that is dedicated to none other than the man, Dimebag Daryl, get you a pull of that. And so this is what we're going to be doing for the show today. But what's been going on, dude? I, 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 I Before we get into it, I gotta, we got to go over a couple of things. And one of them I know I wanted to ask you about was, this is all concert related. What is your take on the, what, what should be done? What is the proper etiquette for merch? When you go to a concert... And I've been going back and forth on this. I just want to know what your take is on it.
1: So I've always heard everyone, don't be the guy that wears the the shirt of the concert you're going to. But bro, I walk into a concert. If you want that shirt, you have to buy it before the concert because after the concert, that's gone. So what am I going to do? Roll around all day slamming beers, drinking whiskey, hitting mosh pits, holding a shirt? Fuck no, man. I'm going to put the shirt on and rock it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing.
0: So you're saying you're the guy that will go to the merch table, buy a shirt at the concert, and wear it.
1: Yeah, if I if I want that shirt, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Because I'm not going to carry that shit around all night. <clears throat> it, it'll be gone. I, most of the time, my shirt's gone before the concert's over anyway. Okay. So.
0: so, Ebbs and I went back and forth on this a little bit. First, I was like, don't be that dude to wear the same band at the same concert. Don't be that dude, right? And then you start thinking about it, and you realize... If you're, it has to do with, it has to have to do with your fandom. So, for instance, if it's for me, Metallica, or Ebbs for ACDC, or anyone for your favorite band. If you are a true fan of that band, I don't give a shit. You can wear whatever the fuck you want. You can wear that shirt. You deserve it. You've earned it. Then it was like, okay, you can wear the shirt, but not of the current tour that you're on. So all these bullshit rules. Now, look, when you go to a sports, a, a, you know, any kind of sports event, do you wear shirts and jerseys to that shit? I don't. Neither do I. But to a concert, if I have a Metallica shirt, I'm going to fucking wear it to Metallica. But I've earned that. I'm fandom enough to where I can do that. I would agree. 100%. Or do you think that, no, fuck that. Just don't be that dude.
1: Nah, dude. I say wear the shirt, man. Enjoy it. Rock what you like. Fuck it. If you're one of those guys that wants to wear a jersey to a baseball mm-hmm. game, go ahead. I'm just not that guy. I don't, I don't own jerseys. I'm not going to wear I just don't wear jerseys. It's not my thing.
0: Yeah, but dude, is it? are you that dude, though? If I'm sitting there wearing like a vintage metallic shirt, that's cool.
1: That's fine. Bro, when I go to a, one of our college football games, I wear my University of Arizona t-shirt when I go to a University of Arizona football game. That's all right.
0: And then there was the whole argument like, well, dude, there's always these shirts that you can wear as a dude to, to concerts. Like, I can wear my Motorhead shirt to any single concert and it would be fucking more than acceptable. For sure. Even though it's not a Motorhead concert, clearly. But I don't know. I just didn't know if being that dude where you go straight to the merch table and put it on right there and then. Then
1: how do you get the shirt if you're not buying it secondhand after? Are you gonna carry that shirt around all day? I'm not carrying it around. Look, it's
0: a good point. I I just don't think I'm decided yet. Yeah, but look, okay, if you go to like the new, like the Guns N' Roses concert when they came back, tour that was never gonna happen, right? right? You're gonna buy merch from that. I just don't know if it's okay to wear it during the fucking show. I just don't know. It depends.
1: like. G, you know to me it depends on what the concert's like bro if you're going there and you're there with your boys and you're going to go hard you're in the mosh pit you're going to eat sweaty beers flying whiskey's going well you may not wear a shirt at all yeah like you you got to put the shirt on because otherwise it's gone if you're going to the concert and you're just kicking it with your friends maybe your wife or your girlfriend's there with you eh, they can sit in the back Great. Yeah, yeah
0: you bring up a good point chicks can do whatever the fuck they want yeah. I don't give a shit I'm not
1: here
0: how to help us they, they, they can wear whatever they want the less the better at every concert you know that yeah and concerts are a lot like Halloween. It gives girls to don't normally dress that way to look as slutty as possible. And it's completely, absolutely acceptable. It is. 100%, 100%. acceptable. I'm in.
1: i in. That's why I love
0: Halloween, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I brought this up before, but while we're on the subject, and then I'm going to stop talking about concerts, mandate, okay? There should never be a concert planned between the days of Sunday and Wednesday. It
1: should be Thursday,
0: Friday, Saturday. Never. Saturday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday only. Don't give me this bullshit. Corn's coming here in September. Fuck. On a Monday. just It's just... It's fucking... To- it's, what, what is that?
1: I, yeah, it's, it's almost useless to me. Because like I said. I know I'll end up so wrecked that the rest of the week is going to be miserable.
0: Now, I know enough people are going to show and they're going to sell it anyway. That's not the point. Yeah. Even if I had nothing else to do, no job, no nothing, no family, no whatever, it still fucking sucks that it's on a Monday. It does suck on. Or am I being a beta bitch? And you should just man up and go whatever fucking night that the show's yeah. there. I don't think so, man. I kind of agree. I don't think so. I just,
1: I got to earn money, bro. I got, I got stuff to do. Like, I don't have time. I don't have time to do that on Monday night or a Tuesday night. That's got to go down, you know, Thursday night, Friday night. Because I can suffer through one day. I can suffer through Friday. That's okay. But uh, yeah. Thursdays you know, are okay. Yeah,
0: to suffer through Tuesday. and then a Sunday night kind of sucks. Like I'm saying. Yeah. The days of Sunday through Wednesday, yeah. no. Yep. No, like no. Now, there's a few exceptions, maybe. Like if Metallica decides, look, the only time we could get down to Houston was Tuesday night. Okay.
1: I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'd do it. But this is Houston, Texas. We're too big for that. You need to show up here on Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. This is Houston.
0: So that's another thing I've heard. I've talked to some other people from other cities that talk about how it all depends on how big the market is. The bigger markets get the better nights when they're when they're banking on these shows. And I guess sometimes some Houston gets screwed in some ways. I don't know how. I, I don't either. I, Houston has to be one of the bigger metal fucking it's markets. It's going to be one of the
1: bigger markets for concerts overall. Just the flat-out size of the city is massive. So.
0: So, okay. We know about all that. We know that clearly the concerts are going to play a big role, but... What we're going to do is create our own fucking concert. And it's going to have four. Just imagine. Can you imagine, dude? What if we were going to a concert with all these bands represented? One after the other. I'd have to take a week off. I'd have to take a month off. Yeah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And here's who would headline. You have Metallica, Pantera, Slipknot, and Bob Dylan. Now, I know Bob Dylan doesn't sound like he fits in the genre, but just humor me. Who headlines this show here? Metallica, Metallica headlines the show. I agree. Followed by Pantera. Yeah,
1: Pantera would be
0: next. But Bob Dylan, I mean, he's a you know. Well, he'd
1: have. Bro, he's got to open.
0: Yeah, he, ha- he kind of does, doesn't because he? Because once you
1: once you dive into Metallica and Pantera and Corn, uh, you, you can't. There's no going back to Bob Dylan after that. He's just. He's got to warm the crowd up a little bit. Get them in a mood.
0: I think, yeah. Bob Dylan, get everyone kind of rolling a little bit. Then you slap in Slipknot, punches you right in the balls. Then Pantera comes and hammers you right in the face, and then Metallica comes and does what they do. That's got to be a... What, an eight-hour concert? Yeah.
1: That's got to be a... That would be insane. That'd be awesome. (laughs) It's insane. I don't even... What would you call that?
0: Uh... I don't know. The gates of hell. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what you'd call it. The that. end of your marriage? Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> the end of your career? I don't know. All right, dude. So let's get this shit kicking. We decided to go with Blackened first. So, Dan here is more of a connoisseur of bourbon. So, I'm going to let you reel us in, bruh. Here we go. All right. So we're
1: going to first start off with Blackened. Um, it's a collaboration between Dave Pricot. Who's a long time distiller of bourbon and Metallica, one of my favorite bands. So, um, I do know that this bourbon, part of the impetus behind this bourbon is that they allow this bourbon to age in barrels. And these barrels, uh, some of these barrels have the music played in the warehouse where they're being aged. So, the vibration of the music shakes the barrels.
0: Is that that fucking right?
1: Yeah, to allow for more flavor. So, you know, just looking at this right now in the glass, blackened, I would say that's got, you know, looks like darkened, it looks like honey. It's a honey covered, honey colored bourbon. Yes. Will you slide that glass over here? Let's uh, let's have a taste. Raza's, man. Thank you. Smells nice. Uh, I can definitely smell some, a little bit of vanilla in that. Smells a little... A little bit of vanilla. Are you supposed thing? to
0: keep your mouth open when you sniff? I don't know, bro. I saw that, that, that in some bullshit. That's
1: too bougie for me. I don't know, bro. Smells mm-hmm. good. Uh, how do you want it? You want You're going to take yours neat, or are you going to do it with an ice cube?
0: I think let's taste it neat, right. and then and then we're going to throw in some ice. All right. I like that. So. All right. Cheers. Skull. Skull. All right.
1: I'll tell you what I taste it's right sweet. off the bat little sweet, I taste honey. Just like the color of it. I can taste honey. I do too. I taste a little bit of cinnamon. Cinnamon? Yep, I taste mm-hmm. a little bit of vanilla in there. The burn on it on the palate's pretty short. It ends pretty quick. Yep, I like it. Yeah, that would make it easy to drink if you're getting introduced to bourbon. Hmm. The longer burn, the heavier spice flavor's a little tougher for people to get used to when they start. So things that end quickly and to work better for getting people introduced to drinking bourbon i've done this i had to walk my wife down a long long path
0: dude you know what i think that actually meshes very fucking well with metallica because there is no other way to get introduced to metal other than fucking listening to metallica because without metallica there would be no metal period
1: yeah i mean dude, they're the biggest metal band of all time yeah they're, think about it their concerts
0: rock they're they're they dude we, we've we been to multiple Metallica concerts together. They've kicked our ass equally both times. Uh, I remember when Death Magnetic had just come out. That's when we went to the first one. Yeah. And then the next one we went to, that's the one where, I think we were closer. We were like second row. Anyway, right, we right up, right. you know that's not the first show. I mean, do you remember the first time you ever saw Metallica?
1: The very first time I saw Metallica. I'm trying to recall at what, stadium it was and uh I'm trying to recall it what's where it was but i do remember our first concert who'd they put open with they opened with um god yes uh, and
0: that was good. and that good. you know who else played um down oh really mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and they didn't sound too good no. but Godsmack, Godsmack was not, dope yeah. Gods sully's a badass yeah. motherfucker and he's short too so i like him you know is this the ice right here
1: yeah, that's the right there. I'm gonna drop a nice cube in here.
0: So, okay, so um, I know that you, you can't look. A Metallica concert is one of those things. It's a prerequisite if you're a metalhead. Period. It's a prerequisite if you're a metal fan. If you are a music fan, whatever. Nobody brings it like Metallica, and they've been doing it for fucking decades. Yes, they've hit their they've hit a few bumps in the road. Like I watched a, some kind of monster doc. Have you seen that?
1: I did not watch it. It's a little hard
0: as a as a hardcore Metallica fan. It's really kind of hard to watch, because
1: that's when they're going through all the yeah, dude. That's when
0: that's when they're having like their divorces and shit. I wanted none of that. I I I didn't want to see that side, but I did. Yeah. But the only cool part about it was that shows when they hired Robert Trujillo. That's pretty dope. And they brought in a bunch of guys. I did watch that process. So that part was cool. But I did not like the whole therapy. You don't. I don't like the way you talk to me. Bullshit. I'm like, come on, dude. I don't need this shit. It was like Bachelor, Bachelorette, but fucking metal. Yeah. You know, version. But
1: well, you know, I guess if you spend that much time, uh, you, you got to get along. You know, otherwise it'd make your
0: life miserable. I, I I know that. I get that. But I guess you know, Hedfield had his issues, and yeah, Lars yeah. has his fucking issues. Right. And yeah, Hedfield had his issues. With drinking. It's, it's right. so funny. Like Kirk sounds yeah. like. And this is going to get me into something else but like kirk he's so quiet you know he doesn't really seem like he's he's very assuming he's like yeah. no man everyone let's just get along and everything will just kind of work out you know and i just want to play you know yeah. and newstead and cliff they were fucking you know titans they were badass yeah um jason he left he's like fuck this yeah. he didn't even yeah. want that's why he left i didn't know that yeah. um cliff unfortunately was killed but but it's funny kirk He's kind of very soft spoken, but I also think Kirk is one of the most underrated metal guitarists alive today.
1: And it's probably because he's so soft spoken. Maybe. Like, and he just he just doesn't look,
0: other than the hair, he just doesn't look
1: like he should be. But
0: like when he's on stage shredding, he does look shreds, the part. Dude,
1: yeah, for sure.
0: And I mean, think about it. Everything from Anjustice for All and Kill 'Em All and, and fucking Master and all of the, what all those fucking solos that he just ripped.
1: The dude just looks really friendly. That's part of it. I'm like, the guy just looks super friendly.
0: I think there's two things working against him. One, he's behind James Hetfield, who, yeah. in every fucking right, could be a lead guitarist for any other goddamn yeah. band out there. The, he's the down-picking god. Everybody, yeah. everybody knows that. Second is that he uses, and I spoke to a really good friend of mine who will be coming on the show next week. Talked to him about him earlier. Brian. He's been playing guitar forever, and he's, he is my Yoda of guitar. And we were speaking the other day on the phone and he goes, another thing about Kirk is that some guitar bus out there will say he's underrated because he uses a lot of wah-wah pedal. And much like auto-tuning for singing, everybody can sound like a fucking, I can plug in right now after not playing for two months and use a wah pedal and I'll sound like a motherfucking god on it because of the way it makes you sound. It'll make you sound badass. He uses a lot of it. In the newer stuff, like from Black on. Yeah. Back in the day, he didn't. But he does now, and I think that might be part of it. But you never hear, I mean, he's never, like, you never hear his name, like, as one of the badasses. But he should be.
1: I agree. I totally think he should be. In, I mean, it's hard to say. Like, he's got, his sound is Metallica. Yeah. I mean, that's what Metallica sounds like. So if he uses a lot of pedal, that's that's their sound. That's what it is. And only the masterpiece of Master of Puppets is... That's the best, yeah. in my opinion. It's Master of Puppets. But Ride the Lightning is next for me.
0: Dude, look. And Blackened. You know, and Justice for All starts with Blackened. It just, yeah. it just, it just, it's a, it's a hammer. Mm-hmm. You know? Like Metallica was just a, they are just... No, they're not a hammer. Pantera is a fucking hammer. Metallica's just like a blunt force. I don't know. It's hard. like Because you know Slipknot's different. They took us to another level that Metallica started, and then Pantera continued. But then Slipknot takes you to a whole yeah. new level. Slipknot's whole a new level. whole
1: different game. I mean, how many guys are on stage with that? Nine. Yeah. Nine guys out nine. there shredding. And I mean, they put on the whole
0: and they fucking cosmetic
1: s- aspect of it. With of course the mass and the And the show going on behind them and everything. It's just not. Rocker's up there shredding. You right. You know, it's... Different.
0: Dude, that's just... Um, well, we're going to get to Slipknot later, but... So, Metallica, best metal of all time, best metal band of all time, period. You don't remember the last? how old you were when you first saw them live. I was in eighth grade. I've talked about this before. But probably the best Metallica experience was second row um, at the Houston show in Toyota Center when it was smaller. It was like 18,000 people when they played master. And they also played um, Die Die My Darling, which they don't usually do. They they also played uh, Bread Fan, which they don't normally play. And they played Orion, which they don't normally play. I love Orion. Orion's so fucking amazing. My wife. And What, uh, what are they going to sing in this song? Yeah. Like? What? Like, shh. Stop it. Shh. The guitar is singing. It's crying. It's talking to you. Now, how can Kirk not... Anyway, whatever.
1: So, I do have to say, now that... This is opened up a little bit. This ice has melted in here. This is a very easy whiskey to drink. This is a good introduction for someone to drink whiskey. I think someone could go out at night uh, to a bar mm-hmm. and drink this all night without a problem.
0: So would this be would this be like a good bourbon for like uh, let's say you're with your gal and she, you know, wife, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. She doesn't really like bourbon, but you do, and you want her to drink some with you.
1: I would start. I could I could start someone on this.
0: So you you would yep, consider this a nice starter
1: bourbon. Yeah. One of the reasons why for that is on the palate, the aftertaste of it is short. It's very short. It is. And
0: actually this is. is going down way easier than it should. Yeah, once
1: you know, once you've you know finished your, your sip of whiskey and you've swallowed it, it's that's it, it's good, it's gone, it's all over, man. There's no extending burn or anything like that. So So what I would like Metallica to do on a, one of their new albums, man, it'd be great if they kinda went back to like the garage days or you know, how they sounded in Kill 'em all, dude. It sounded they sounded like some young some kids just learning to shred, dude. It was very raw. Everything was very uh, it just had a, a crisp sound to it that I just loved. It everything just echoed a little deeper and longer and now everything that they do sounds I still love it, don't get me wrong. But it's all digitally mastered and it's all so clean. Mastered. Yeah, I just want everything <laughs> I like the analog version of it, put it that way. Like, I, I want
0: to hear it echo in the background. Yeah, dude, I know what you mean. But you were talking right. about that, speaking yeah, I mean, of Kill them them All. Right. Yeah. The original name of that album was supposed to be Metal Up Your Ass. Yeah,
1: with think a title
0: track. Which I think would have fucking worked. Yeah. I think Absolutely. it would have worked. Absolutely would have worked. Speaking of Metal Up Your Ass. Here we go. Blackened. Seattle 89. So it's Seattle, dude. Which see that's what I'm talking about. Dude. Oh, <laughs> wow,
1: geez. check Lars out, man. Martin, Look at that. <laughs> <That's just awesome.
2: laughs>
0: Look at Kirk, man. That's crazy, dude.
2: The kids,
0: oh, dude. Oh, this just gets you so fucking pumped, bro. Oh, it gives me you know. Fucking head, oh, yeah. Papa. That's
1: uh, so what? That's
0: dope, dude. Let me just say, when you hear this, okay, and you're live, it just doesn't. Your fucking veins just explode. Oh, dude, adrenaline just, goes through the he, roof. He barely, he just barely started with that riff.
2: Oh, look,
1: look at that fucking it. yeah. awesome.
2: fucking popping that just like fucking that. crushing
1: it's awesome
0: you should grow his hair back i in. do that's the thing like okay this is all before you know they cut their hair and did all that shit, whatever. I remember some assholes sitting there talking about how, hey, you know what? When Metallica cut their hair, they cut their talent. Oh, fuck Wait, off. Wait, who the fuck are you? are you? Yeah. First of all. Second of all, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You're sitting there eating Doritos in your mom's fucking basement. Go fuck yourself.
1: Bro, I grew up in a high school that talking shit about this band. fucking... Like, uh, As it should. Oh, dude, it cleared a couple parties with some guys. A few guys yeah, guys yeah. talking shit and making fun. I was like,
0: Fucking Newstead, oh, man, Newsted, dude. dude. Let me. That's the other thing. Like, y- y- the evolution. You had Cliff, then Newstead, then now you got Trahila, Trujillo, bro. Trahila's awesome, and they were.
1: He's such unanimous a primus. On him, dude. They're just like.
0: You know. Oh, dude! It wasn't even a question. Like yeah. he came in. Did Do you know who um, actually tried out to be the bassist for Metallica?
1: I know I heard, but at this point I've forgotten. Because. Fucking Primus, man.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, I always forget his name. I apologize. I know I can Google it if I wanted to, but I'm not going to be that dude. But I don't Google. I only use DuckDuckGo, Duck though. DuckDuckGo. Huh? Les Claypool. Les Claypool. Thank you. So Les Claypool came in there, and they were like, uh, Les, bro, you need to start your own band. You need to be the front man. Yeah. Because, no. You're, that's just, you're just too much, man.
1: And he's still a totally humble dude. Like I, oh, saw, yeah. I saw Primus open for Tool a few years back. What a badass guy. Oh, it was fucking dope and Les gets on the mic he's like I know you guys aren't here to see me and you probably don't even know who I am or we are but we're gonna play a few songs and hopefully you guys like it and we get you ready Jerry was a race car driver oh yeah dude fuck yeah
0: by the way I just smelled this and it's starting to smell like like a dessert yeah like it's starting to smell sweet yeah dude so fucking don't ever say that if you when you cut fucking their hair you cut their talent fuck that
1: yeah I've been stewing on that now for minutes I'm like
2: that's fucking started. yeah,
0: yeah. Fucking shredding
2: fucking new fuck yeah fire Awesome.
1: Oh, that's well, fucking rad, dude. I love here's that. Here's the thing.
0: If you've never seen them live, you can't understand the way a fucking metal concert works, bro. It's just fucking... It's epic. It doesn't matter where you sit. Closer to the better, sure. Yeah. But they fucking take you on this ride of just fucking metal excellence. Just pounds your ass right into the <laughs> oblivion. I mean, it just... Phrasing, bro. Phrasing. Bad phrase. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just pounds your. It just it just pounds you into an oblivion. Yeah. You know. I mean, not like a Slipknot would, and not like a fucking. You know, not like that. But well, there's it's, there's it's an different.
1: energy in the crowd. There's an energy in the stadium. Oh, there. dude. <clears throat> when, they, when they get ready to play, and you can, like, I swear to God, you can feel them grip the guitar. You're like, mm-hmm. here it comes. Yeah. And then it just it kicks off, Clock. dude.
2: Oh, fuck, I love Metallica, bro. Love Metallica, yeah. man. To
0: Metallica. To Metallica. And that's the other thing, dude. People don't understand. Dude, he's... James is, yes, he's an amazing guitarist, and he is the master of riffs. He's got riff life tattooed on his fucking knuckles, man. True. Yeah. But he is an amazing fucking lyricist, dude. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this isn't even one of the better ones, lyrically speaking, but he's just got the most... Just devastating lyrics.
1: Yeah, they do an excellent job of songwriting. And I know they do collaborations and other things, but their songwriting's incredible.
0: I wonder, listen. I don't it's remember. Awesome. I think James writes all the lyrics. Most. I'm sure that. There are other Maybe guys. they all kind of. Yeah, but. But, dude.
1: one of the other things that just rocks about Metallica is the way they sound on their CDs or in their music videos or on the radio wherever you do it, is how they sound in concert mm-hmm. there's nothing doctor it's just
0: yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome and like I was saying about this 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 concert when you look at this when you hear this this is what you can expect anywhere yeah and yes
1: their vocals live are as good as that
0: on the Dude, he right. and he even ad-libs a lot of shit like he, you know, oh, yeah. when he goes fire, like when he does that shit with his voice, it's not on the CD or on the album or whatever, but yeah. it just works. Just fucking works. Eric's Kirk, man. I mean, he's fucking shreds dude. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, man. Like he's sitting there shredding, right? But at the whole, the, but at the same time, James is sitting there. I mean, he's fucking ripping too. Oh, he's ripping and he's... it's like it's like technically they have two lead guitars.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a... definitely a two lead guitar band. It is. Yeah. And it's hard to dig. It's hard to dig out like who's playing what. Yeah. And I know James is... Yes, he's with him, but...
1: Dude, so... Oh. Saying you're a member of Metallica is like equivalent to being like I was a New York Yankee you know yes yeah I mean I was was in Metallica
0: I mean Newstead went on and did his own thing and whatever but uh, there are a lot of great
1: bands that you could equate to something like that yeah. yeah for sure
0: I love this riff when it comes out right here, the way, it, the way they just pull out of it and go right into the, just, here we go. And James just picks it right up.
1: All right, man. So here's the question. All-time favorite Metallica, Tasty Lake. What is it?
0: You're asking me what? What's your
1: best, what's your favorite Metallica song?
0: I was afraid you were going to ask this, and then I was afraid I was going to have to answer it with this retort. I don't know. Because, dude, look, some of my favorite lyrics is Harvester of Sorrow but my favorite fucking riff of all time is Master of Puppets. Yeah, I, You're better off asking me what's the best album. Because to ask me the best track is almost impossible. And the best album is Master. In Has 100%
1: agreement. Master is the best album. But it's
0: so hard, dude. It's like asking me which one of my twin daughters do I love more. Yeah, that's it's true. It's so hard. <laughs> that's true. I mean, all of
1: them. Yeah, dude, I still love the lyrics to of Wolf and Man. I, I love know. that.
0: Right? Yeah. Through the Never? Yeah. That's one of the most underrated... Fucking riffs and songs Nobody ever really talks about Through the Never that much From the Black Album It's always Inner Samuel Or Sabbath yeah. true Or Wherever I May Roam Or Unforgiven Or whatever All of which are amazing My
1: tombstone when I die What's on it? My body lies But still I roam That's right uh, Yeah Yeah, yeah. if it's not I'll fucking haunt everyone Fucking <laughs> 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 It better be That, that man right there yeah. Look at those eyes
2: Ah, right
0: oh, awesome. awesome. I mean, this is just one song of one album and one concert. Right,
1: which we've been on now for quite a while. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah! Oh, the best of the best, fucking right there. Shit. Yeah.
0: This is the fucking best of all time. Right there. fucking crowd, dude. God damn it, that fucking crowd. Lord, standing up fucking...
2: So do you ever think
1: after uh, you ever think after uh, Newstead left the band when he was just jamming on his own, you ever think he played some of these rips? Agreed, 100%.
0: Uh, a hundred percent.
1: Absolutely, I'm sure this was most of.
0: Yeah, songs. dude, yeah. for sure. Mind you, James the whole time man is sitting there down picking this whole thing. No alternate picking. I mean, anybody who plays guitar knows that that's not even supposed to be possible at all. Annie singing. Yeah. For sure. Is Justice for All"? You got the Lady Justice in the background. There, there she is, Justice for All. Yeah. Okay.
2: Master! God damn it! Yeah.
0: Dude, just think about that. Master of Puppets. That fucking, just the, the, the title. It applies to everything. It does. The premise behind it is sick. Dope. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There it is dude, yeah, there it is. That was us at the Houston show.
2: What, I love
0: it. Love it. It's so funny how everybody's so nice in a mosh pit. Yeah. They really are. Of whose mosh pit p- you're in. That's true. Yeah. Obey your fucking master that's the best feeling dude when you can sit there and when he stopped singing and everybody in the fucking crowd thousands of people just sitting there fucking singing the same song that you love that you all love equally and you know I was trying to explain like a fucking concert just has that energy you cannot explain
1: yeah it's incredible it's
0: It's a drug
1: you gotta be careful
0: careful. like you know people get a
1: little too Wound up and get a little too rowdy, like, yo, chill out. What in a concert? Yeah, we're all
2: a good time.
1: Everyone's cool, bro.
0: (laughs) But I think most people kind of keep that, you know, I'm raging, but I'm but we're all in it together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, most people
0: cool. It depends on your age. Depends on the band, depends, you know. I love this little interlude here, bro. It's like it's a different song.
1: I got it for Pantera. You know, really. I'll tell the Pantera
0: this time. And You know what I'm going to talk about. I mean, yeah, but sure. the way Metallica, I think this is like, people are like, you know, they never got ballady or anything, but the way they always change songs and they slow it down yeah. and they know how to just slow it down, and they rep it back up, just their timing, impeccable. <laughs> For Sure, when
1: I was introducing my kids to this, they thought this was a different song. When right? yeah. I call that was an awesome song, what's this one? I thought I were I'm like, I think
0: song. it is. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what, what? I'm like, no, yeah, no, this, this is a That's, that's okay. That is not Kirk. That is Hetfield. Yeah. He's playing the lead right now.
2: Yeah. That guy feels it. Yeah, that guy feels it. Yeah, yeah he does. does.
0: Look, man, we can do this all night long, and I'm telling you right now, it still wouldn't do anybody justice. I don't know anybody watching this has probably seen them live, anyway. The point yeah. is, I love this shit. Good news, this is the longest song in the one for are doing. Okay, hey, what's the
2: original version?
0: 17, 17, 17, 17. All I'm saying is, dude, I'm out of whiskey,
1: so let's, I I think it's time to, uh,
0: that was Metallica, obviously, blackened. I'm going to say I like it. It was
1: really good. That's a a good
0: whiskey. It was weird. The longer it stayed in the cup, the sweeter it got. Yeah,
1: actually, if you're not a whiskey drinker and you want to get into whiskey, that's not a bad choice to start right there. We recommend. Yeah, I would recommend that to start. Now,
0: off we go. Now, this is, next is Bob Dylan. Now, heaven's door. Bob Dylan, Heaven's Door, Bourbon. Knock,
1: knock,
0: knock. Knock, knock, knocking on that Heaven's Door. Now that's one of his best fucking songs, probably. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's something about you know I didn't want to like go like fucking high high to Metallica and then just go like way down and chill like Bob Dylan style. So we're gonna play a Bob Dylan song, but it's not fucking chill. It's one of the best.
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. So you know Bob Dylan is. I mean, dude, the guy's an oh, amazing... He's a, fucking, he's a legend. Yeah, he's an amazing lyricist. I, I believe he was awarded a Pulitzer Prize first lyrics. We this
0: wanted matters. to create a collection of American whiskeys that, in their own way, tell a story. That's what Bob Dylan says
1: there. I mean, he's a fantastic storyteller. His songs all tell stories.
0: Well, yeah.
1: And, uh, That's what all songs You know, here. he's given he Pulitzer Prize for his writing. So, I mean, obviously... Incredible. Take us into yeah. this one, my man. So just looking at this one into the light, this one's a little bit darker than the black. one. You know, it's a little bit darker overall.
0: Uh, Whew. Yeah. It smells different.
1: Oh, very different. Uh, you get a lot more alcohol on the nose on this one. Let's get a, that's a good sip of this here.
0: Does it taste like, not to be, I know it's going to sound funny, but nuttier. It's
1: definitely woodier than the other one. Like woodier, nuttier.
0: uh, It's got a lot. There's a lot more
1: spice in this one. It's got a longer palate. Got a longer burn to it. Uh, I'll show you a longer palate. (laughs) 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 So it's got a lot more burn to it. But I'm still tasting like a toasted vanilla flavor in this one, Um, which is pretty common with all bourbon. That's pretty easy.
0: Okay. So, so far, you know, it's good, clearly. I'm no fucking expert. Now, what I was going to talk to you about, Bob Dylan wrote, All Along the Watchtower, son. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. And Jimmy fucking covered it. All Along the Watchtower is a cover, probably the best cover of all time.
1: No doubt. That's badass.
0: So, in fucking salute to fucking Jimmy, who, he's not Stevie. But there'd be no J- Stevie without Jimmy. <laughs> that that's a huge debate on its own. Big one, but big one. We on all know that. But all I'm going to say is, I'll say it for the record, real quick. There'd be no Jimmy. I'm sorry. There'd be no Stevie without Jimmy. Correct. Yeah. But Stevie took what Jimmy did and made it better.
1: Yeah. But they're both amazing. Of course, they're both amazing. Like, but once in a generation, test. The, the argument's supposed
0: to I mean it's it's ongoing, and I don't have to ask you, Stevie or Jimmy. I might I might not. But all I know is what I know, and what I know to be true. And I'll fucking argue it all day long. Jimmy, great, amazing. Stevie took what Jimmy did and made it fucking better. Now, if there was no Bob Dylan, would there be a Jimmy? I I don't know. That's a good question. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. Damn, this is a classic, son. There must
2: be some kind of way. I can't listen
0: to this without singing it, and I'm sure it sounds like shit when I do. But it's
1: just, it's an incredible artist, man. It's just a bummer that they were taken. You
0: know, it's, like, oh. it's just he, but dude, he he took you on a journey. He took, and everybody saw him, and they were like, "What the fuck is this sound? What's that guy doing with his guitar? Holy shit!" And that's he hadn't even started setting shit on fire yet. <laughs>
2: drink my wine. My man, take my earth. No one a level on the mind. Nobody up this worth hey.
0: Left-handed, man. It's so rare. Left-handed guitarist, man.
2: I mean, is,
0: is, is he the best left guitarist to ever live I guess because I don't know of any other one that's that I mean it's, it's
1: incredible
0: I, but mean, dude, this song, I just love the passion behind it dude you just but just think it. about it this song how many people have fucking covered it you got Jimmy yeah okay uh, I don't know if Stevie ever did to be honest with you and then you know Dave Matthews does it yeah. very well yeah, very he does right. it very well I mean but thousands of people have done it yeah. Look at him! Look at him fucking just... <laughs> I
2: know,
1: dude. No to get <laughs> I actually, I, I really actually do like his voice a lot. I mean, a lot of people just talk about guitar, but I like his voice. But I'm also, I'm also a fan of, of rhythm and blues, so I like blues music a lot, so...
0: Actually, you touched on something. Talking about, I mean, I love blues too, but the root of most metal and rock are fucking blues scales. For sure. I mean, you talk about like Dimebag He loved BB King. He loved yeah. Jolie Hooker. He loved all those badass fucking guitarists that were all blues. I mean, that it's the anchor, yeah. you know, because it, it it's like the uh, uh, the blueprint almost yeah. to, to fucking rock and metal fucking. Like I think if I was in Vietnam this is the only thing that would get me through listening to him And here comes my favorite part man when he comes in after this fucking solo right here and he just wails on the lyric Little dive bomb there Had, he's dude. got a whole world of LSD
1: up under the oh, headband. Oh yeah,
0: dude! You, <laughs> you think LSD is just soaked into his fucking headband? Just <laughs> th- dude, that sound he's makes, that he's making right huh? there. Nobody ever did that before. Just imagine oh, hearing no, that for amazing. the first time in the fucking yeah. '60s. Yeah, Like, what was that? The fuck is this? <laughs>
1: right
0: there. Behind the back with his tongue, fucking getting after it, son.
2: Chewing on lyrics, yeah? Chewing on lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here comes my favorite
0: part. Right here, dude, when he's sitting there, he's like, getting after it, hitting the axe, hitting the axe, hitting the axe, and now he goes back to the lyrics right here. Right here. Crescendo, bro. Check it out. Yeah, speaking of all the women that came and went, how many fucking chicks do you think this dude fucking railed?
1: (laughs) I'm sure at some point in the evening he's like, no more. That's enough. I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) That's enough
2: i got more to
1: sleep. So you know. Side, <laughs> I'm going to drop an ice cream, the
0: Look at him, man. Just fucking. I can talk all I want about Jimmy because I'm not saying he's not amazing, and he oh, is, and he's he's, 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 he's certainly number two. Yeah, he's absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe I don't have to choose. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't have to sit there and say who Jimmy or Stevie. I just like to do that because it's a fun conversation to have. I find it interesting, just like I do. You know, who's the best frontman? Who's the best uh, guitarist? Who's the best metalist? Uh, bassist? Best drummer? Which, I fully
1: agree. The thing is, just they play the same type of music. They're both the lead guitarists. They are both so they're so, so it's accurate to yeah to, it's a, yeah to compare
0: them. So now I just and taught you. I just taught you. I something.
1: mean, his Jimmy's voice is better than Stevie's voice. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. No, I have
0: to agree with that. Of course, uh, they're both at the apex
1: of guitar playing. Of course, they're
0: they're, they're apex of oh, blues guitar right. playing. Yeah, yes, they're incredible. But god damn, Jimmy wasn't as bluesy as TV.
1: No, he wasn't. He did, he so was maybe they're rock, not. Country.
0: They're but blues rock. Is Jimmy blues rock or is he rock? That's an interesting one. That's a tough call. Yeah. You know, because I was actually speaking to Brian again about this, and we're going to get into it on the podcast with him, but there is a big difference and a small difference between what is rock and roll and what is metal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And people and think like, yeah. let me ask you this. ACDC, rock and roll or metal? Rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. Guns and Roses, rock and roll or metal? Rock and roll. Thank you. Yeah. Metallica. Metal. Pantera. Metal. Slayer. Metal. Done. So that's a difference. A lot of yeah. people mesh those two together. Like, you know, like in my work, you know, people like, you, you know, because I'm in marketing, they're like, yeah. well, you're just in sales. No, there's a big difference between sales and marketing. Yeah. There's a big difference between metal and rock and roll. Okay. And then you ask like, what kind of metal? Like Alice and Chains, metal or rock and roll? I hope you get this one right. Metal. Yes. But metal. What, what kind? Yes. But what kind of metal?
1: It's grunge metal. Yeah, it's grunge. It's grunge, but, but it's still right. metal. It's you're not right. rock it, and roll. I would put I would put Alice in Chains and don't come across the table and punch me right now, but I would put Alice in Chains in the same category as Pearl Jam and Nirvana. It's grunge. They're grunge rock. Alice is a little harder. It's grunge metal.
0: Dude, Pearl Jam isn't metal. This grunge rock. Grunge rock. Yes. It's, that's Yes. Rock. yes I'm sorry. Yes. It's grunge rock. rock. Nirvana grunge. is just grunge, man. I don't know that's what that, They're just that's so good. They They just they created their own genre. I hate Nirvana. Dude. I'm not a, ooh, oh, not a fan really? of
1: Nirvana, dude. Ooh. ooh, not a fan of Nirvana.
0: Look, I'm not a Kurt Cobain. Like, I don't sit there and ride his jock. I do think he was very talented.
1: I, I get their significance. I understand their music. I listen to their album. But oh, I remember I point, smells no, like Nirvana. Team. Comes on the radio, I change the station. Wow. That's how I like Nirvana. So I know a
0: lot of people may not like this. That's how I am with Linkin Park. Yeah, really? Don't like them. They're good. And I even said earlier on a podcast with Ebs, he asked me, what's your least favorite band that they play on the radio all the time? And I was like, fucking Linkin Park, I can't stand (laughs) (laughs) it. And and he he said Sticks, worst band of all time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he also says he thinks Kiss sucks, which I think is absolutely. Blasphemous? Because when I was a little kid, how man, can the guy Mr. That, Roboto was was my jam dude, fucking, when I was a little It's kid. kiss. You know who there wouldn't you know how Dime Bag never would have been had it not been for Ace Friendly? Oh I know. Okay. Uh, kiss, kiss dude, it's kiss fucking kiss. How can kiss 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 you say road, that? Road, I, I think it's sacrilegious to say that. But I didn't have a chance to re like take this back, so I'm gonna do it now. I'm tasting this one. A little the bit wor- of here. The wor- oh, I need some. Hey, do you mind giving me some ice? Uh, um, the worst band of all time that's been played on the radio is Cake. Is who Cake? <laughs> no, oh, cake. 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 You know that fucking song, yeah. running and gunning running as and fast and as a K. Can- you know, whatever the fuck. The one yeah. that they played on the radio too. Much?
1: Yeah, there, there are a couple bands out there, bro, that kind of just road coattails off of the uh, grunge rock thing, and they just they oh, suck. Sorry.
0: Man, let me just look. I just, I'm just saying that I don't like it when people sit there and say, "Hey, that's just that's just." I don't like that metal crap. I'm like, first of all, it's not metal; it's rock. It's not rock; it's metal.
1: I want to let the crowd know right now: I gave blood today, and I'm drunk as shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Bob Dylan, what do we think of his
1: bourbon? So, Heaven's Door again. It's got a little. It's got a lot more. Spice to it than it's kind black of a bit ended. rougher, like, yeah, it's a bit yeah, spicier. Well, yeah, you're gonna feel a little bit more of the burn on the tongue, but it's still a really nice, smooth bourbon. And while I was picking this up, uh, there's about it's good though, six or seven different iterations. They've got a raw, oh, really? they've got a blended. Th- this is a this one is the straight bourbon whiskey. Um, they've got a single barrel, so they've got a lot of different choices for you. How long I,
0: has this been around?
1: I don't know, I don't know how long they've been around, but. Uh, like the Blackened, there's different batches, but they're all bourbon whiskey. This one, they've got different iterations of the whiskey. So uh, you've I, got the straight, you've got the rye, you've got a blended, you've got uh, a barrel. Uh, a, yeah, you've got a bunch of different... You got the I will say, plate. though, that
0: thus far, I like Blackened over Heaven's Door. Sure. But
1: like I was saying, Blackened is, is really easy drinking. That's easy drinking. You could drink that all day long. Well, you know what isn't
0: fucking out. easy? What we're about to fucking get into?
1: No, we're about to get a whole lot harder. Now so, we're going to
0: go to another level. Go ahead, please. But start. I do want to
1: say this before we start into this. Finish one, your shit. Because we talked about, we talked about um, Hill Rock here, and we were talking about, uh, you know, this is the Ace of Spades version of the bottle, and that it is a tribute to Dimebag Daryl called the Healer. Correct. But what we didn't mention is all the barrels that were picked for this were picked out by the band of Anthrax. Correct. This is picked
0: out by Anthrax. Mr. Ian
1: himself. This is is like the trinity of just... It is the trinity. uh, Of hard metal.
0: Now, we talked about this. Metallica, they bring you to a level. Pantera brings you to another. But I'll never forget the first time I ever heard Slipknot. Slipknot took me to a level that I didn't think I could reach because I was listening to metal all the time and I was Pantera and I was Sepultura and I was Slayer and I was this and I was that. And then the sound of just utter guttural fucking anger. Yeah. But in a way that was had melody, groove, rhythm in a way that I had never heard before. But it took you in it, once you hear it and once you are introduced to it, like a drug Nothing matches it Nothing Nothing does it and, and I will mention this Before we get into it Nothing has reached it since mm-hmm. And they have been in For two decades now Over They've been fucking killing it well, Nobody has come close To their level Of just Fuck you
1: I'd like to piggyback Off all that So I had never heard Slipknot Before you introduced me to him But here we go So it's let's it's get into some, Let's, let's get into Fucking oh, man,
0: Iowa bro yeah, Let's, do let's it. get into Iowa. So, okay, this is so Iowa not number nine. nine. Now, what do you know about
1: number nine? We're about to find out what we know. Okay. That that's a nice bottle. I'll it is it. a good Iowa bottle. whiskey, and uh, I think they have another
0: version of that too. That's uh, I think they said this. This is. This is the small batch.
1: Yeah. This is a. Uh, this bourbon. The barrels mm-hmm. for this bourbon come from Iowa, mm-hmm. and were picked out by the drummer. You know more about this than I do. The drummer's name? Joey Jordanson. All right, so he's the one who picked these. With this, so let's meat. go ahead. T- this talk, is talk, nice. Talk us a, this, a, this one. is a dark. This is an amber-colored whiskey right out the box. So,
0: okay. I'd it smells say that, sweeter than the. other. Yeah, know. I'd
1: say the nose on this is sweet. This smells sweet. It's so like, uh, like I don't, I, I, you know, both of the other two whiskeys, both Black and, and Heaven's Door. I got a okay. big whiff of alcohol. Okay. This I, I, don't. I can feel it. I, I'm not
0: getting this any is, of that. Okay, yet. let's go. That's interesting. Oh, corn.
1: I taste corn.
0: Well, look at the label.
1: Yep. you from know what? I believe I read earlier that this is uh, 71% corn mash, which is high. Bourbon has to be 51 corn mash or greater. This is 71, so this is really high. You can taste that. But I taste corn.
0: Oh yeah. So Slipknot, weird. as anyone who's watching this, that's a Slipknot fan, knows they fucking just came onto the scene and, like with a sledgehammer. Yeah, no. With the Sick album, and from the Sick album, "Wait and Bleed" was, look, it's it's awesome, but Slipknot. it's not, it's still not the best song on the album. But that's the one I chose because Slipknot I think it's the most deep well-known.
1: Deep end of heavy metal
0: like Agreed. Yeah,
1: I mean you're
0: in the deep end right there. Right? No, uh, agreed. It takes you it it, it it takes you to a place you don't yeah. think you could go. Yeah, yeah. And this is what oh, fucking slip is. Actually cut oh, it. Right. Hey remember this shit brings you back to memory,
1: There's Sid yeah. there he
2: is.
0: Nick. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. He's 6'7", bro. Nick? Yes. I told you about that time I was Dude, Mick is look. He's like the predator, bro. His yeah. first of all, his mask look like that. Looks like yeah. it, and he is a big human. Fucking crowd, man.
2: Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah. leading against the drums. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking
1: badass.
0: This is good. good. Hey, before we finish this, I want to top me off just a little bit, a lot real quick. More uh, top me off, though. top me off a little bit. Taste the corn though a lot.
1: Yeah. Different taste. Go on. Yeah. Let's drop an ice cube in this and fucking open it up a little bit see what we got.
0: Dude, wait and bleed. Now, if you listen to these lyrics, I'm not going to get all philosophical about lyrics because then we'll be here all fucking night. All I'm saying is, as a lyricist, he
1: fucking rocks. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, When I've uh, pushed my my physical limits, uh, I've listened to a lot of Slipknot to help me push through those physical limits. Especially, uh... Especially when, it, when it's not—it's not necessarily physical limits for competition and things like that. Physical limits when we're dealing with stress, outside stress, but work, relationships, family. I push my finger to my eyes—the only thing that slowly stops dude. the ache—and dude, I just dude, be fucking shit, out shit, running. It's—it's—you're
0: uh, better off listening to this, and then you aren't going and talking on a couch for an hour. It is it is such a release to the right kind of person, and it's so to, therapeutic. Not to degrade or diminish what? No, no, no. Uh, Health professionals do. It's so no,
1: incredibly no. needed, especially in today's society, oh, because yeah. our fucking world is wrecked.
0: It's wrecked. Don't it's get like me started on politics. Yeah, yeah
1: it's it, it's a mess, man. And if <laughs> somebody needs help, they should go and get help. Yeah, agreed. But, uh, for me, this works.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You like this, girl? Wait till the next one. Oh, I love
2: it, I do. Thank you so much. You know why I love
1: this? God damn it. Because what they put out on stage is what mimics
0: what's going on in my head. Exactly. It's That's like, why. It's, it's like one of those things, like, it's, they do such a good job of, you know, there was a while there where I had this, you know, I was just angry, you know, yeah. when I was like 23, four, whatever for different reasons and it, there was always like this you know and music's always been an outlet for me it's therapy it's everything can't live without it but it's one of those things where you're, you I was a searcher and, and when I first heard them I'm like oh my god like finally I, I it, it released enough for me it yeah. was like a level that I could that that matched what I needed yeah you know then there were others there were, there were others but not, not like this like yeah. I'm sorry but if you put on uh, Guns N' Roses or AC/DC, you're you're not you're gonna want to fucking feel good and party. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna want to vent it's, anger. It's a completely
1: different mindset.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. it's fucking therapy. And you know, I've had a lot of people tell me, "Bro, you don't look like a metalhead." I'm like, "Well, what does a metalhead look like?" Yeah. Just because I don't have tats and long hair and I'm, you know, whatever. So I'm a corporate metalhead. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Right. It's the same thing, and that's what's great because I can sit there, and so can you, and so can you. With fucking dudes that look like metalheads, and we have this instant connection because of music.
1: I absolutely agree.
0: Now, Slipknot, I put this on a little bit for Dan, but a little bit for me because Duality is a fucking great song. Uh, I love this song. But this was mainstream. They played it on the radio because they could, because there's, you know, because of the words and everything else. But Duality, this was when Slipknot went from only the metalheads that really knew about them to oh mainstream this is what this is what
2: right here fucking duality bro let me ask you something how would you all like to help me start this next song would you like to help me start a song out there my friends uh huh did you start it and then i want you to take it and i want you to finish it are
0: you Look at that crowd, oh, dude. Fuck yeah. Now I said that almost nobody talks to a crowd like Headfield does. That's pretty good. But that yeah. is pretty fucking good. Fuck oh, oh, yeah. Dude. So Okay, we don't even, like, we could stop it right here and you get the idea.
1: fucking yeah.
0: that. Just fucking grooves, man. That's the one thing, like, one thing about Slipknot, they just, say fuck, it's like a power groove. Basically a rap, right there. Right, That's like... Dude. And you can sit there and you can say all you want about the masks and this that and the other and whatever fuck that man. It's all part of the theatrics and all look right. at that fucking crowd Don't tell me over a million people didn't gather in London But his voice
1: is awesome and if, if, if you really look at that crowd listen to it the crowd is insane if you listen to his voice I mean
2: you can listen to his voice. Yeah.
1: but the guy can is, sing but think it's about cool. it who grunts yeah. better? He's yeah. yeah. honestly yeah. pretty shit.
0: Who's a better who actually really can do the grunt? Like he has like this like methodical grunt. Yeah. Like he can grunt, but it still sounds good. And then he'll sit there and he'll be like roo, 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 and grunt. And then he's got like this beautiful fucking vibrato voice. The only other person right. that can do that is fucking Jonathan Davis. Yeah. That's just the truth. Right. Now, when they sang together, that was something else.
1: Right there. You can hear both. That was my
0: Look at that crowd, man! Anderson, how many people do you think are there? A couple hundred thousand, maybe? Probably. Yep. Yeah. That's in London. Where is London. Now, that's fucking awesome. How many fucking metal bands do you know that can play that way with a fucking DJ? I
1: spent a lot of time running, trying to figure out exactly what he's saying. All I've got, all All I've I've got got is insane. insane.
0: And that's where, when you slow it down, that's where you get the essence of it. And people are like, you can't even understand what he's saying. That's true. All I've got. All I have. No, all I've got. All I've got is insane. (laughs) All right, so we're going to keep it moving. So we're going to the fucking finale. The fucking finale. I've, been okay?
1: to this all the I've actually
0: been doing, I have actually myself do, been doing the same thing. So we have gone from Metallica Blackened to Bob Dylan's Heaven's Door, which we all now know the best cover of all time. Bob Dylan wrote All Along the Watchtower, which I know a friend of mine, Ryan Anderson, he knows that. He knew that, didn't I you, mean, Ryan? Did I you know mean, that? I knew mean, that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Did you? Did. Okay, I don't think he did, but that's okay. Um, and then we moved on to Iowa, number nine. Now we move on to Pantera, and we're going to close it out with it. We saved the best for last. Hill Rock, Dan, can you please introduce this the way you did before? Because I think it's interesting for everyone to know all of the compilation that went into this particular bourbon. So Hill Rock
1: is a long-time standing bourbon out of uh out of Kentucky and the thing with Hill Rock uh this particular variant of Hill Rock is a so uh Lemmy from Motorhead this is uh his collaboration with Hill Rock Um, and for whatever reason the this is called the Ace of Spades version of the Hill Rock iteration of this bourbon Uh, and uh, the barrels were picked by Anthrax and the bottle itself was actually named the Healer after uh, the Healer comes from Pantera. Uh, and any time that uh, uh, the boys from Pantera didn't feel well, Dimebag Daryl had a little something for him. And I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let my boy Matt tell you a little bit about that. So go ahead. Uh, That's right.
0: So uh, <clears throat> Dimebag, as anybody watching knows, was. An interesting character, and he had his own vocabulary, had his own way of thinking. But uh, he was <laughs> very famous for going after Phil and Selma when he was sick one day with the fucking flu and said, Man, I can't go on stage. I can't do this. I can't do this. And fucking Dimebag said, Well, man, you just need to get one in you. And, and Selma's like, No, dude, I'm flu. I got the sick. I'm sick. Man, he's like, Well, then make it a double. He's like, yeah, man, like the fucking old days, like the Western days, man. You got to get one in ya. you. You got to fucking whiskey heals all. So this is called The Healer after Dimebag Daryl, who, uh, very special to me, to me, obviously, is the best metal guitarist that ever lived, period. Uh, and I'm going to take a real quick minute to tell a story. Um, I don't know if how well you can see this, but uh, this was... Right here, Dimebag Daryl's... This is his autograph. This He actually signed my bar tab the night that I met him. So I met him when I was still in college at TCU, Texas Christian University, as a fucking frat boy in khakis and fucking red wings and a polo shirt. And he still actually talked to me. And uh, this was the best night ever. And, he, and I went up to him, and this guy walked in, and he looked like... He had just come off the street, man. He was wearing, you know, long shorts, jean shorts, and he had the big chain and all this and red fucking all cranked up, his red fucking beard. And, and I was like, holy shit, that's fucking Dimebag Daryl. I went up to him, started talking to him. I was like, hey, man, I don't want to bother you, but I just want you to know I'm a huge fan and wanted to shake your hand. And that's about it, man. I, I That's it. And he's like, oh, hey, man, no worries, man. Why don't you sit down, you know, get yourself a drink, this, that, and the other. To make a long story short, the next thing I know, I am sitting there drinking with Dimebag Daryl at a place called the Aardvark in Fort Worth, Texas, which was a very big bar at TCU at the time on University Drive. And he sat there and he actually asked me, "He goes, what's your what's your favorite Pantera album?" And at the time, I said, "Dude, Volger, done. No, 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 no ins and buts about it." He goes, "Oh yeah, man, fuck yeah, dude, that's awesome." And he goes. Well, I think you're going to like, you know, we've been working on some new stuff. we got a new album coming out in a couple months. I think you're going to like it. And, uh, you know, I sat there and I'm like, well, what's it called? And he goes, well, it's called Reinventing the Steel. And we kind of go back to our old roots. I think you're going to like it. And an hour later, another guy walks in and then another and then another. And to make a long story short, I'm looking around at this college bar surrounded by the Arlington Boys. Phil Anselmo, Vinny, fucking Dimebag and Rex and their ladies and I'm sitting there at a booth at the bar that we've been to for years drinking Coors Light with Dimebag and Pantera and they're actually okay with me like hanging out and it was the best fucking night and he was such a a beautiful human being and as I said most beautiful fucking guitarist metal pounding guitarist of all time anyway the night was over. Uh, I didn't want to bug him, but I just signed out my tab, and I'm like, fuck, I got to get his autograph, man, so I I went and I asked him, I'm like, hey, Dime, man, I'm sorry, I don't want to bother you, I don't want to be that dude, but can I please get your autograph? He's like, yeah, man, no, no problem, bro, you know, this, that, and the other, so he actually signed my bar tab from the aardvark at TCU, and I went, and I took it, and I didn't understand what I had at the time, and then I went and bought the album. Back in the days when you had to buy CDs and nothing else. This is before the days of Napster. And I went and bought it. And I put the uh, autograph inside, as you can see here, inside the cover. So after he passed away, it was my most prized possession. And here we go. So we've got this fucking Hill Rock dedicated to him. Rightly fucking so. Get you a fucking pull. Let's taste it and what do you fucking tell me? Right, so what do a, you what do you think you know, about this right here? Tell me right now. So what do you got a do you real see? dark colored
1: bourbon right here. So like a black see. tooth yeah. grin?
0: Yeah, black tooth yeah. grin. Yeah. Yes, sir. We got three
1: massive rock icons I on mean, this
0: bottle. but, but when I found this, I'm like this is the holy trinity of fucking bourbon and really? goddamn I mean, dude. How cool is Let that? Let me from okay. Motorhead the bottle the casts cast were
1: picked by fucking uh, anthrax yes and it's named at, it's called the healer
0: so let's just get fucking right into it bro because this by the way i'm just going to go ahead and say it right now that tastes better that's,
1: that's this is the best bourbon
0: yes this is the best bourbon of the this night is the best bourbon
1: I'm 100%. 100% i'm still feeling the burn after the drink and that's what i like cuz but it is high proof I like the high proof. It's got a a nice maple
0: flavor, heavy in the fruits, heavy in the spices. I like it. Do you know who else I heard is heavy in the fruits? This guy? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that, (laughs) dude? First, we're going to listen. We've got two tracks, and it's very hard to pick, but Pantera, we we went with Cowboys from Hell, duh, and then uh, we're going to finish it out with probably the best solo I've ever seen of the best goddamn metal guitars that's ever lived. So first, here we go. This is Calvin from Hell in Moscow. And look at that fucking
2: crowd! That's amazing. That's
0: that's over a million people, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Wait. No, that's just turning me a little bit for
0: Fucking Phil and Semmel put a fucking Satan's oh. mask on to start this shit. This,
2: this cut is so
0: tight. You know, widespread's is great now. <laughs> God damn it. Dream alone. Dream alone. It's a different genre. Widespread did not influence the Russian fucking army in the 1990s. Right there. This is
2: it, Bill. This is the shit.
0: (laughs) Woo! So, only Pantera could make the Russian army cool. I know.
2: We're black. Dude,
0: okay, so we're about halfway through. It's already the best fucking experience that these Russians have ever had in their life. Uh, in their <laughs> life. Look at that!
2: Look at that! that how, a- how many fucking
0: people is that? Half a million? Million?
2: Okay, everyone's go.
0: Oh, sorry. I thought it was the solo. Not. Now, let me ask you this. Have you had a kick in the ass? We've been talking about all this and do this and do that. And I know that Slipknot does this and does that and Metallica and everything else. Nobody fucking does it like fucking does. Phil and fucking Dime and Rex and fucking Vinny. Nobody. Nobody. They're so badass, they made the fucking Russian army cool for one fucking day. Look at that, that, man. When's the... When's the last time all those people got together to see widespread panic? I'm just curious. (laughs) Just listen and enjoy!
2: Oh, fucking terrible.
0: Okay, real quick, everybody, every, everybody here in the room. I'm gonna start with you. Big, quick guess. How many people are there? Go. A million. Ryan. Half a million. Bill.
1: Four hundred thousand.
0: I'm gonna go with half a million.
1: I mean, it's not even in front of the stage. They're behind it. So, look at that. Look at that sea of fucking
2: people.
0: Hell, dude, that's a fucking million that's people. Insane. That's wow. a million people. That's amazing. Woo! Okay, okay, so here we go. Um, here we go. So, all right. Uh, we're about to close it out a little bit here. <clears throat> we're going to close it out with probably... It's not probably.
2: Dude.
0: Same show. Same show. No, Ryan, don't leave. So, same show, but the best fucking solo live I've ever scene and yes i'm a dime bag fucking mark that's fine and i'm proud of it and uh this is from the same fucking show if if, if you watch that that is over a million people has to be that's a moscow man has to be over a million now we're about to play one of the best, most powerful fucking songs of all time. 1.6 million. Thank you, Ryan. Holy yeah. shit. So, Ryan Anderson with the fucking stats. Thank you very much. 1.6 million fucking people got together to watch this band. How can 1.6 million people be wrong? You tell me. They can't. Now, we're going we're gonna to close it out with Domination and a little bit of bro science. But Domination is the fucking goddamn fucking hammer and the nail of this shit. Well bro, when, okay? you, but when
1: you're when you're Pantera, you're a hammer. Everything. Everything's a, a nail. Everything is a nail. Hey,
0: and here's I'm gonna tell you something and to make this your own if you like. It is better to be a warrior in a garden than it is to be a gardener in a fucking war. For sure. Absolutely. So here we go. We're gonna close it out. I want you to uh, raise up your glasses. Uh, after this, we're going to show it up real quick with a little bit of uh, bro science round, and then we're done. So here we go. This is...
2: Oh, DOMINATION! Ah, oh, fucking okay. Yes. Yeah.
0: Just, if you don't mind, take note of how fucking fast and clean Dimebag Daryl is, Perfect. and how amazing he fucking plays. And Phil and Cinemo is on fucking point. Fuck yeah! Look at that shit, bro. I cannot believe what happened. I'm, I'm still bent. I'm, I'm I, I don't want to talk about the fact he was taken way too early. Oh, by the way, this is a shout out to Metal Brian One Hundred and One. Fucking Brian, dude, you're the only guy that can play this shit. Fucking. Lick for goddamn lick. And you fucking killed it. Taste the rhythm, the solo, this, that, and the other. Fuck yeah. All I know is this. Are you hard enough to have a side tattoo? Side head tattoo? No. Brian?
2: No. Here's my boy. What does it feel the clay like in front of that? What does that feel
1: like? Uh, I, I mean, couldn't even begin to imagine. It's,
2: it's, I can't.
1: I don't even think, you know what, the best athletes in the world haven't played in front of that many people.
0: Agree. So you have musicians that have played He'll in front of up. less than this. Yeah. Right? Okay, that's by far the best. This is by far the best. So what does
1: that the in bourbons, Yeah. This is fantastic. Do you have what you pay for? No, not necessarily, dude. I've got so, a fucking $20 bottle of Old Granddad uh, 114. That's incredible. But that is a quality bottle of bourbon. You got a good five. one there,
2: yeah. The yeah. yeah. You,
1: you, you
2: got what you paid for. You got what you paid for. You don't always. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Hold on. That's not... I have to pause here because I want everybody to pay attention. Here we go. Watch, watch his fingers, watch how fucking clean he is. Look at that shit. Are you fucking kidding me? He's spreading four fingers over six frets. That's fucking sick. This is the best... Performance metal wise, I've ever seen. In front of the most people I've ever seen.
1: Look at that fucking crowd. God damn.
2: Don't you feel it? That's that. Nick, don't you feel That's it? fucking Look at that. Look at that.
0: What? Yeah, look at his finger spread, man. Look
2: at that. Look 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 at that.
0: Yeah! Woo! God damn it! That was fucking awesome. Are you ready for the bro science round? Okay, here we go. Ready? Predator or aliens? Predator. Tupac? Too short. Pac. Biggie or Tupac? Pac. Dre or or Snoop? Snoop uh Snoop or easy snoop run DMC or ghetto boys
1: live by the sword I die Ah, that's that's my my dog dog.
0: Rocky 3 or Rocky 4 just Rocky 3 or Rocky 4
1: 4
0: nice merch or no merch concerts and games go
1: merch I, I like
0: merch, merch. <laughs> such a dick <laughs> alright blonde or brunette and never mind your wife blonde or brunette what? brunette alright short or tall short uh, thick, thick or skinny or
1: thick thick
0: that's what everyone thick. Not thick. says thick thick alright how about this Ryan you can answer this too just the nip or just the tip just, just the tip all day <laughs> All day, Ryan. You know how that goes. How do you know? Just the nip or just the tip? Just the tip. Just the just the tip. Okay, uh, Stevie, Stevie or Jimmy. Stevie. That's my dog. And finally, choke out. Would you Would you rather be choked out or knocked out? Choked All out. All day right. long. Choked, choked out's enjoyable. When, when you, you get choked out, because it's, it's gradual, gradual like light yeah.
1: oh, yeah. yeah. the lights go on, you like, and when, when they let go, it's like, <laughs> boom, 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 you're like but when you get knocked out, it's usually a, a, a concussive bang, you're like, oh, fuck, that hurt.
0: Bro science round against me, is that right? Because, yeah, about, about time, time, some time somebody asked me some questions, right? All right, uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get, to get Deeper. So ready. I'm gonna start talking off. Talking to the mic, son.
1: Would you rather drink and never get hungover, or drink and never gain weight? I'd rather drink and never get hungover. Would you rather bust a nut every time you sing, or have to sing every time you bust a nut? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
0: that's a good one. Um, I think I'd rather sing every time I bust a nut. <laughs> nice.
1: uh, that's that's it. All right, ready? Would you rather travel everywhere for free or eat everywhere for free travel everywhere for free? Yeah, me too. Period. So, ready? Would you rather kick, kick it with Keanu Reeves or Joe Rogan?
0: Oh. You got John Wick, fucking Johnny Utah. You got fucking Keanu Reeves. You got Joe Rogan, though. Uh, I I'm gonna have to go. This is a <sighs> tough-ass question. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I, it sucked. I love Joe. Up, uh, Joe. I love you. I can't wait to be on your show. But I gotta go, Keanu. You know why? Because when I was in eighth grade, man, Point Break was my favorite fucking movie. And he has gone to another level. So probably Keanu. Nice.
1: All right. Ready? Here we go. Do you prefer your women thick but fit? Or do you prefer your women lean and fit?
0: Uh, You know, that's kind of changed. But I would prefer my women thick but lean and fit. So thick but thick but fit. Yeah, thick but fit. Yeah, for sure.
1: If you could only watch one sports team for the rest of your life, which team would it be? One. <sighs> one sports team across all sports. One.
0: Ooh, what the fuck kind of question is this? Hard. God damn, good questions. Uh, any sports team that's in existence today? Yeah. All black. Rugby team. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Okay, yeah, all right. The New Zealand fucking uh, rugby team.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Nice. You're all
0: in. Tits, Tits or ass? Ass. ass. Right.
1: Period. Fuck, Fuck marry, kill. kill. Ready? Go. Megan, Megan Fox, Fox,
0: Lindsay Pelas, Charlotte Flair. am going to marry Charlotte Flair. <sighs> I'm gonna marry. Char- I'm gonna marry Charlotte Flair. I'm going to date.
1: No, it's fuck Mary Kill.
0: Okay, so I'm going to marry Charlotte Flair. I'm going to fuck Lindsay Pillas, and I'm gonna kill Megan Fox.
1: You're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I love, I love. Just I know you're watching because I have fucking bending
0: Mer- Megan Fox over everything okay, in this fucking house. You can I do that. You laying
1: waste. You can do that all your you vagina want. vagina will be a nuclear waste site for thirty years after. Me. You can do that all you want, but. I'm marrying Lindsay Peelis because she's the most normal. Lindsay
0: Peelis is absolutely gorgeous, but. Yep. Okay, go. Yeah, but she's just an Instagram star. I
1: would wear her vagina like
0: that. Thanks for listening, everybody. I appreciate it. And uh, this was Bands and Bourbon in less than one fucking hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you next time.